Welcome to issue 78 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters' unfairly labeled villains and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight from Parts Unknown is Daniel. Daniel, how's it going? Hello, I'm quite well. How are you, sir? I am also doing well. And with us, as always, is Mike. Mike, what's up? Hey, I'm doing just peachy. Peachy is a good good way to be. That's my favorite fruit to describe your mood. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Uh, what are we doing tonight? What are we doing tonight? I like, I like melancholy. Ooh. 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 I... I mean, yep, bananas is good, but yeah, yeah, bananas is good, but melancholy that wins. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank Daniel's you. a dad. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, Mike. Like what I are we doing tonight? I I believe we are continuing our discussion on Drang. Yeah, we're gonna do part two, but before we get to that, Daniel. Yeah, Steve. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'll tell you what's on. I'll tell you what's on my mind tonight. We've got listener questions. Always one of my favorite things that we do. Um, today's questions, both from the same person, right, Steve? Correct. They come from Maka, one of our dear, dear listeners. He's got two questions for us, guys. One is game related, and one uh, lore related, theme related. You guys ready for these? Ready. All right. So we'll, we'll do one at a time here. Question one is, which villain scenario do you find the most enjoyable to play? Hmm. Now, at first I thought Kang, uh, or that Maka only gave us two choices, which was Kang or Mutagen. Um, but I think those are his favorites. Yeah, Correct. those are his. <laughs> it's like, which is best to play, this one or that one? But I think we get more options than just this. Go ahead. What do you, what do you guys think? I'm going to defer to Mike first. Okay, okay. Uh, Maka has some good choices. Kang and Mutagen mm-hmm. formula are great. Kang was a particular favorite of mine, especially since I started splashing in Kennedy Hawk's Council of Kang cards, his little custom deck. Oh, yeah, those are fun. Yeah. Uh, since getting the new box, though, I really like Drang if I just want a good beat-em-up, and I really like Nebula. Okay, I could get behind Drang, but Nebula, oh. <laughs> too many it bad could... experiences? Oh, too, many, too many losses. I mean... Uh, I'm sorry, Nebula's amazing villain. I mean, <laughs> what could um, go wrong, Steve? What could go, what wrong? Could go wrong? Yeah, uh, you can see that on one of my gameplay videos coming up here, or maybe yeah. it's out at this point. I don't know. Uh, Drang's good. I find myself really enjoying Zola. Uh, really? For good, yeah, for I like that beat 'em up, and I like that it's a, maybe a little different because things attach differently, and depending on what other minion or encounter set you put in there. We'll we'll go back to Zola often. Um, I think maybe that is kind of like with Mutagen or Drang, right? It's fun when there's a lot of minions and there's something going on. So yeah, I'll buy that. What about you, Daniel? Well, a while ago I would have answered Mutagen formula because I played it most and it kept beating me, and then I then I destroyed it with Thor, and so I had to choose another one. Um, I have a lot of fun with Absorbing Man. Ah. I just like the idea of it. I mean, it's not necessarily the most challenging, and but I think it's cool. 
I like the environments. I like how he does different things. It's a little more, you know, keeps you on your toes, I guess. So I like Absorbing Man a lot. Yeah, he's a fun one. He's enjoyable. Yeah. And he's fun when you start mixing in the harder sets, too. Yeah, I was going to say he's never going to come out like the hardest villain, but that that wasn't the question. Enjoyable. Wasn't the question. Enjoyable. Right. Right. Question two. This is an interesting one. If you could pull a Doc Ock and swap consciousness with a hero, a la Superior Spider-Man, who would you take over and what would you do with them? Ooh. I could go a couple angles on this. I could do the corrupt the innocent and go Ms. Marvel, but I think I have to say... (laughs) Doctor Strange. And what would I do with him? I would walk around telling everyone that I am the superior soldier supreme. That's it? That's what I would do. Well, you could do that right now with just yourself. Okay. Well, I want my title to be the superior soldier supreme, <laughs> and then I'm going to give all my minions tough. See nice. how you like it. Uh, that's a good choice. I, I was torn. I had a, a couple, but I think in the end, I'm going to go with Thor. Mm. Uh, first off, I really miss my hair and he has wonderful golden locks it's this is a complete vanity choice i mean he's buff he's got these great this great hair uh he can fly around right he call lightning down he's got that big old hammer uh not compensating for anything um and if i had a mythical hammer i'd mythical hammer in the morning i'd mythical hammer in the evening and all over this land (laughs) nice so my first thought was just to hop into Iron Man suit and fly it into the sun. But then I realized I would stop existing then as well. So mm-hmm. I, I thought about this one. I think I want to be She-Hulk and, you know, and then turn into a defense attorney that gets all the bad guys, um, gets them off, you know, and like that gets, gets them out of trouble. Oh, okay. What do you think of that? That's really nice. That's, That's good really one. nice. So suddenly, you know, I could, I could get the wrecking crew out of jail. They wouldn't have to do it themselves. I'd, I'd figure out some sneaky, conniving way to do it as a defense attorney. You just like shouting, I object! And I would say I object over and over. Right, right. So apart from suicide. But I wouldn't be objecting to villainy this time. No. No. <laughs> so apart from suicide, none of us wanted to be Iron Man. I think that says something. <laughs> I think, I mean, if you have the choice to become a superhero, I want superpowers not just a really cool suit and money and yeah. whatever like i, yeah. I want to have powers right yeah so yeah. yeah and hair and nice long flowing hair. and you want hair that's you, you know what that's, that's fair yeah well <laughs> thank you thank you mako for those questions i hope we answered them in a fashion you found enjoyable yeah those are good questions and if you have questions for us mike is going to tell you at the end of the show how to send them along to us so we can answer them for you all right but see, what are we? What's what's the big agenda item tonight here? Right. So we're gonna go into our "You Caught Me" monologuing. Talk about the Brotherhood of Badoon, the part two of Drang, all the cards that are in his encounter set. There's only thirteen mm. in the whole thing. Right. So I got some comments on that when we get to the end here. Um, last week we talked about the hero, the main schemes, and his spear. But I think it's worth looking at his spear again because Daniel, you weren't there with us. I wasn't, but the fact that there's only 13 explains why the hell I see this Badoon engineer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us uh, about him? Okay, let me. He, he's become, I, I've been playing Drang a lot, and this guy is just, well, this isn't the one that's actually the one I hate most. This is just, I see him a lot. So Badoon engineer is a minion. He's got two scheme, one attack. 
Both of those have a forced response, which I'll talk about in a minute. He's Badoon traded with three health. And that forced response is after a Badoon engineer engages you or activates against you, resolve the Badoon ship's charge up ability. And the boost is the same. Yep. He fuels Drang's stuff. Yep. 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 Basically just it. I mean, it's great. He's a card on his own that's unremarkable, just making it another card better. Because that charge up ability is going to be doing damage to you. And the faster it charges up, the better it is for Drang. I mean, three health, so he's easy to kill, but you are going to have to turn your attention to him, I think. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to recap Drang's Spear for us, because this is a card. It doesn't have to come out during setup. It could just randomly be drawn. It is a Drang Spear, plus one attack, weapon, attached to Drang. Drang gains Stalwart. He can't be stunned or confused. And it has the hero action, spend a mental and two physical resources to discard this card, and three boost icons. Mm. And you'll get it when Drang 2 comes out, but it could show up with one, it could show back up after you clear it, just kind of pumps Drang up. So, And we talked a little bit about it last week. Nothing groundbreaking here tonight. Okay. That art is still funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is hard, isn't it? Uh, all right, let me tell you about a blockade. It's got a crisis icon. It's a side scheme. Hinder two threat per player, plus the two that it starts with. First player action, you can exhaust the Milano to remove three threat from this scheme. Hmm. Simple, but effective. Oh, and one boost icon. Have we had a conversation about Hinder ever? Yeah, we have. Okay. We can talk about it again. No, no, no. I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> I don't want to waste that. I just, you know, sometimes I see Hinder and I'm like, I don't understand the point of it for a one or two threat difference, but. You know, whatever. Yeah, I think what it's going to do, like, there was some other cards that said when revealed, place three threat per player here, whatever, whatever. It's going to save card text. Eventually, I think that reminder text will go away. Yeah. And we're going to just see the hinder. So there's like a, a base plus a little extra. I, yeah. I, I hope that's to scale with single solo or four players. Oh, that yeah. kind of thing. This is another target for Milano that you'll never get a chance to use because everything else wants you to use the Milano for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll already be exhausted by this point. Yep. Well, I got another side scheme for you, gents. This is Bombardment. Is there more than one of those in, or is it one each? One each. Okay. Because I often see this one too. <laughs> bombardment uh, side scheme three threat per player, two boost, force response. After resolving step one of the villain phase, resolve the Badoon ship's charge up ability. Okay. Well, step one of the villain phase in this case already charges up the Badoon ship. Oh. Yeah, extra charge. So that speeds, speeds that along. Speeds that along. Charge it to 11. So a bunch of engineers bombarding you and things are going to get a little shaky. Anyway, you can also first player action exhaust Milano, remove three threat from this one. Yeah. Solo, the Milano can clear the bombardment by itself, yep. but it can't clear the blockade in Solo because of the hinder. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, solo players. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a blockade, we have a bombardment, and it's all being brought down by an oppressive armada, which is a side scheme with one threat and hinder three. First player action, exhaust Milano, remove three threat from the scheme. It has a hazard icon and one boost icon. Okay, we've got yep. a crisis and a hazard, and the Milano's doing its thing. It's got more ships in the artwork. So the power of these cards is the fact that you can get multiple. It's when you get the armada with the bombardment or with the blockade that things start yeah. to... Yep. Oh, but there's another one! There is! 
There's another one. You're not done. Well, then the last one is spatial positioning. Guess what? As a first player action, you can exhaust the Milano to remove three threat from this scheme. It has an amplify icon. That's it. Just an amplify icon. Three th threat per player. Three boost icons. You don't want to see that going back to the encounter deck. Just leave it out. Yeah, leave it out. <laughs> so before we get to your notes, Steve, I, you know, the, the minion I was thinking about was the one who shows up with you and then brings an encounter card with him. The grunt. The grunt. So that's a different thing, right? That's in the other modular set. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm, does, do you then flip that encounter card right over? You do, right? Basically. Um, it's, not waiting, it's not waiting for next encounter card phase, is it? No, it, it's timed uh, right then with the, with the grunt. Right, okay. Okay, so this set, I mean, we're, we're done talking about it already. <laughs> there are only... That, that was short. Short. There's 13 total cards, but there's only seven of them end up in the encounter deck. That is the same size as standard, seven cards. Grang tells you you have to play with Ship Command. Also has seven cards, if you count the Milano, so really only six. Okay. So you only have 20 cards in this deck. Only two of those cards are minions. Mm. The modular set you choose to bring with this, like if you bring the Band of Badoon, which are the ones you were talking about, like that's going to really change how the scenario works. If you were to bring Doomsday Chair, you're only adding one more minion to it. There's only three total minions against Drang. Changes the entire feel of the scenario. It's a lot more side schemes. And, I mean, there's no treachery yeah. cards in his, in his set. Drang doesn't come with a treachery card. Wow. Wow. Those are all from the modular sets that you choose to put in, which huh. is fairly interesting. Indeed. This could get crazy to put in Galactic Artifacts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So everybody talks, oh, Drang has all these minions, all these minions, but it doesn't have to. Right. Well, yeah. He, he doesn't. Well, that's fascinating. So have you done some experimenting, Steve, with different modular sets? I've really only ever put the Band of Badoon in. I've also only ever put the Band of Badoon in. And while we were prepping for this, I'm like looking at the numbers and the cards, and I'm going back. This isn't right. And no? Okay. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it with some different sets. Kind of like uh, Mike's out of this world. Just try something different in there and see what it does to the scenario. And I think it could really change this one up. Yeah. What would Goblin gimmicks do? <laughs> right. No more. No minions. Two whole minions in the whole deck. You put the <laughs> yeah. gimmicks in. But Drang's a super beefed up Drang. Right. Yeah. Uh, under attack. Um, that one doesn't have any minions, but it has attachments. Weapon master or experimental weapons and weapons master. That sort of thing. So. If you just have a, a villain killer deck and you don't want to deal with minions. So I like the idea too of the galactic artifacts and playing a big justice deck where you, your main thing is to thwart. You could really make it shine. So, yeah, until he gets Hercules cloak and then you're dead. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> until I see that. <laughs> yep. All right, that's my next stream. I'm going to try it. Fantastic. All right, Daniel, what do you say? What do you give Drang? I know you weren't here for part one, but what are you going to give Drang? Um, it's so unusual. I, I think I'm going to give it kind of a low grade because it's so unbalanced on its own, right? Like, I like minions more than I like side schemes or treacheries, obviously. But, like, I, you know, I'm going to give it only a C plus. Yeah. Though I do like that it's as its own little group of cards, kind of a face punch. Like, those side schemes are hard to deal with. That yeah, Amplify icon. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got a hazard out. Deal with that instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what he doesn't have in his deck is an acceleration. Oh. 
Yeah. Hmm. You have, like, Bombardment is a charge-up, so it accelerates his other stuff, but not his scheme. I guess right. if his deck is so small, it's the one he needs the least. Yeah. Yeah. So then you should put um you should put within the modular set, is it uh, Electro? Oh, oh yeah. Pitching cards <laughs> off. Right. Yep. <laughs> or or Power Stone and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Twenty one cards, you're done. Well, how about you guys? What's your grade for it? B plus. B plus, okay. It would have been a B, but the Amplify icon gives it a whole extra step. Interesting. Yeah, I think you guys got it, got it right zoned in there pretty good. All right, well, if if that's it, Mike, how do they get a hold of us? Hey, listeners, what's on your mind tonight? Email us and tell us, criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Big Foam Loaf, Wandering Tuke, and Vardane. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Drang, take us out. The council has proclaimed such people too interior to survive. Well, you know what? Somebody's going to have to, um, they're going to have to find the actual quote. Read the comics, because it's not on any of the cards. That's, I took it from a book. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it might say that. He, what does he know? He doesn't speak English. That could be the joke of it.